Hot con, hot con, hot con. <laughs> People want to know. Let me see you dance. Welcome back, ladies. Ladies in the club. Welcome back to Hot Cont. Um, yeah, it's it's back. It's back. I'm back, and happy to be here. Welcome back to Hot Cont with Haley Hoff, me, your host. If you're new here, guess what? So am I. So are we collectively. This is this is a new adventure becoming old because now this is my fifth episode, dog. Um, and I'm a little afraid that my microphone's too loud. How do I adjust? How's that? That feels a little bit better. Okay. Um Yeah, cool. So it's 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 the evening. I just cracked open a brewski, which feels fun and ceremonious because I haven't been drinking beer lately because I'm gluten free. Peace signs, double peace signs, smirky face. Um, <laughs> I I have to be living that gluten free lifestyle, and it actually turns out to be great for me. I love it, but I cave. I, cra- I crave and I cave for gluten still, and this is one of those moments, but it's been a while, s- kind of, that's not totally true. I have, I probably have a beer a weekend, but it used to be like all I drank. So goodbye inflammation, goodbye pain, goodbye um, jowls. <laughs> and hello freedom but tonight i am having a hazy ipa and loving it i've only had one sip let me have another smack my lips ah juicy juicy and delicious okay so what's going on we have much to discuss today it's been a couple weeks of a lot of gossip in the interwebs and the pop culture of it all. There's been a lot of happenings, a lot of controversy. Um, and I think that um, we're going to, we're going to find out that none of it matters. <laughs> no, I joke. Um, we're going to find out that there's some through lines to all the different topics that we're going to discuss today. And also, again, like, what even is pop culture? It's just snacks for the rest of humanity to chat about, to latch on to, to feel something by. And boy, is there enough going around for us to have feelings about. But I was was taking notes um, before I started this podcast, which is a new thing I tried is like, let me take all the ideas I have out of my head and put them on paper and draw little circles around them. Like, a um, a, a chart with like circles. What's that called? A web chart. Hmm. You know what I mean? Just picture the web of circles. And honestly, it looks a lot like, um, the chart from the L word, which ties in perfectly to the theme of today's episode, which is going to be nothing but lesbians. This week, we are hot for lesbians. That's not the whole culture, but that's what I realized was the through line, which should maybe not come as a surprise to anybody, but um, 
<laughs> a bit of a surprise to me because I didn't even realize that that's kind of what I was focusing on. But here we are. We are going to have a discussion around women, around lesbians, and the fun things going on with them this week. And coming from none other than a lesbian, self-identified. Um, yeah, so let's all, let's all strap in for some fun, for some chatter, and let's dig in. I, um, I just want to say that I got new shoes. I just put them on and I'm just looking at them right now and I'm feeling really happy about that. New shoes for me, what a feeling of ecstasy, you know, I have an obsession with shoes, which probably hasn't come up here yet but I want you to know that each time I sit down and think about what am I going to record for this podcast there's a part of me that wants to record the whole thing about shoes every time and find a way to like weasel in shoes to every topic but I think I will dedicate a whole episode to shoe culture and my obsession for shoes at some point but right now I'm just gonna say that I just got a brand new pair of Adidas they're bright yellow they are so sexy with a really gummy sole and um, they're on my feet and they look really cute. And right next to my feet in my new shoes is my dog. And that is just kind of how we do this here. Barb's is always sitting on my feet. Um, yeah, so thank you to the shoe lords for, for gifting me this. Thank you for my job, for allowing me to have money to participate in buying shoes because it's not a cheap thing. And um, let's dive in. Okay, crack your necks. We're getting into lesbian culture. Thank you very much. Um, okay, I want to start this conversation off with the L word, the actual show, but also the word lesbian, love, la la land. <laughs> um, the L word just dropped Generation Q season three trailer and man it is riveting i am ready for the lesbians to be back on my screen um for those who may say they don't watch it that's okay i'm gonna tell you all about it (laughs) um here's what's important to know they're bringing on a lot of iconic lesbians of the moment to the show right now that's what we need to talk about number one chriselle Chriselle, Chriselle, Chriselle. She has made her way into mainstream lesbian gay culture like that. She started dating G Flip, a they, them, and all of a sudden she's in it. She is the leader of our community and I support it. She is my president. Um, So she released a reel the other day of her and G Flip on the set and like having their own um, trailer at the L Word filming studios and let's just say it got the blood boiling i love them well i love chriselle i don't know much about g flip and that's you know my opinion on g flip is not fully formed yet but um i'm happy for their relationship and i'm happy that they're going to be on this show i can't wait to see what their cameo is i hope it's like g flip playing the drums at a bar that the lesbians on the show go to and they're like oh my god who's that? And then Chriselle comes out and is like 
performing something seductive on G Flip, and they're like, wait, isn't that Chriselle who sells houses? <laughs> I hope they do something better than that, actually. <laughs> and that's why I'm not a writer for a show. Um, Kehlani is also going to be on this season, you guys. Kehlani, Kehlani, it turns out I maybe haven't said her name out loud that much because I'm wondering if it's more like Kehlani or Kehlani. Spelling says Kehlani. Anyways, I've never paid too much attention to Kehlani. Kehlani, oh my God, I'm so in my head about how to say her name. Kehlani. Um, Until recently, there was a video that went viral of her at a Starbucks drive-thru in LA. It's actually very close to my house. And she is being like pestered by this guy whose name forgets forgets me, um, which is good because he's an asshole. He's like a young Republican gay black kid who's like the Candace Owens of like TikTok, um, who basically just goes around like yelling at people about con- conservative bullshit. I don't know. I don't know how to like fully describe him because I've only watched a few videos and they've made me pretty upset and I just like turned it off but anyways he yelled at Kilani and in Starbucks and her reaction to him was icon behavior and I was like I love I love her if I was a gay boy right now I would say slay you know um I love that and she's just got like bad bitch energy like she's someone that um she can be like desired because she's hot, but she's also like kind of scary. I don't want to say in a mean way, kind of like you don't want to fuck with her, you know, and I'm interested to see what she's going to be on the show. She's probably going to play like someone's love interest who's like a bad bitch that's unattainable. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting for Kalani. Kalani. Fuck. <laughs> I need to slow down. Like <laughs> The anxiety I'm having about not saying her name right is like speeding me into oblivion some of my hazy imperial pale ale might help okay so so the l word the l word is just like a nice gateway for me to start talking about lesbians um i love leisha haley and kate manig monig another name i don't know how to say shane Um, And there's a scene in the trailer of them almost kissing, which is funny. And it looks like they're maybe doing an ayahuasca situation, which I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what unfolds there. We love the way that ayahuasca has become so mainstream in movies these days. And yet I'm still very terrified of the idea of doing it. But the more the older I get, the more interested I'm. I'm becoming I'm just really scared of the like throwing up and shitting yourself experience like if it didn't have that I would do it for sure so I need to figure that out but interested to see how the L word handles that um, and portrays that on this show and then the big question is Tina and Bet are they getting back together what does the audience have to say about this I would love to know I'm pretty into it I'm pro them getting back together uh but that might be a hot take that might be my personal hot take but i know that there's people out there that stand them and i'm curious you listener are you one of them write me write me a letter and tell me um but the real the real couple of the moment of generation q 
is Danny and Gigi. Oh my effing god. Sorry, they are so hot. I'm like speaking in the language of the red, sweaty, tongue out emoji. Like, I can't wait for them to come back. They better be the couple that makes it. I'm begging the writers, give them majority of the time on the screen. That's what the people want. We, we just want their hotness to permeate the rest of the show. Make it all about them. They're the main characters. That's all I think I have to say about the L word. I can't wait to watch just because I can't wait to have them back on my screen. Gigi specifically. She is my favorite of the whole cast, for sure. Leisha Haley was always my favorite, and she still is, but in like now she's graduated to like an elder, and now my current fave is Gigi. Lesbians, come through in the comments, come through in the DMs and tell me what you think about that. I want to know who you're hot for. Okay, now. Do we think they're going to pull in more famous lesbians of the moment to be on the show? Like, what if Glennon Doyle and Gabby, <laughs> Gabby, Abby Wombach all of a sudden, like, walked onto the cast? I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Um, my current favorite lesbian couple of the moment is um, Haley Kiyoko and Becca Tilly. I would love to see them on there, maybe. That'd be fun. Maybe even not on there, but what if they were just like in the audience, like a quick cameo, no lines or anything. You just like start seeing all these famous lesbians in the background. But yeah, Haley and Becca are my current like cute little fascination. I think they're really sweet. I didn't know about Becca Tilly before, even though she's a bachelor girl, I didn't watch back in those seasons that she was on. But um, I really like her now and I like her podcast scrubbing in i think that her and her friend are fun and like have a nice vibe and um yeah i like them and then this is the big topic of the week emma darcy i know emma darcy is not a lesbian emma darcy is a non-binary seemingly maybe straight person i don't know i don't want to label them because i don't know but it looks like they are dating someone who is male presenting however i'm gonna loop loop them into the queer discussion here because that's what we do and uh, emma darcy can do whatever they want <laughs> to all of us i mean that damn negroni video the negroni spagliato with prosecco has ruined us all and basically emma can do whatever she wants to any lesbian i think ever that's just my take and I believe, to, I believe it to be true, objectively and subjectively. So we'll see. Maybe Emma Darcy hitting up the L word scene, coming in and ordering a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco at Dana's. And then uh, Shane is the bartender and is like, whoa, like this person out hotted me. And now I'm not the alpha anymore. And what do we do with Emma? <laughs> That's a plot twist that I'm going to maybe I should bring that. I should present that to the writers. Hopefully it's not too late. But yeah, let's talk about Emma Darcy because holy shit. If you haven't seen that video by now, where have you been living, dog? It's so good. And it's funny because um, for work, I saw that video when it released, which was like hmm, three weeks ago now, maybe four weeks ago. And I was watching it at work and I, honest to God, had that video looping for 
I don't know, maybe like 20 times. And I was just staring at Emma Darcy's face being like, what is happening? What am I feeling right now? Like this is, you're saying just a couple words and yet it's permeating my like heart, my soul, my feelings, my blood is pulsing in a different way. Like what is a Negroni Spagliato? What is happening to me when I hear your voice? What is happening to me when I also am witnessing and feeling Olivia Cook's energy, the whole thing. I mean, no notes, a beautiful piece of art that I hope lives on forever. And I'm so glad that it's turned into the meme that it has. The current thing that I'm going to play in the background here, because it's so good, is um, they turned it into a song on TikTok and I couldn't be more thrilled. Let's see if you can hear it. She drink of choice. In the groony. I was going to say, with Prosecco. Mm. And the Grooney. With Prosecco. Oh, Spagliato. Oh. With Prosecco. She drink. I can't get enough of it. It's so good. Like, catch me in the club all weekend with that just playing in my own headphones. Like, I, I'm ready to DJ. I'm ready to, to brush the dust off of my old DJ mm. controller and hit, the, hit whatever club will take me, hit whatever house party will take me, and just loop that for the rest of the week. If you can't find me, that's where I'll be, in someone's basement, <laughs> just looping that track over and over again. <laughs> Thank God for TikTok for that reason alone, just the like fun music that comes out of there. It's crazy. People are crazy. People are crazy fast. Like It's so wild to see how trends move at the, the rate that they do. It's just like mind-blowing. I love it. I love it. That that video has 15 million views, that TikTok of Emma Darcy saying it. Let's see if I can do it. A Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. Ooh, stunning. Ooh, stunning. How'd I do? Rate me one to five. Okay, five, you're going to marry me. One, you hate me. That's the way that's going to go. Okay, so Emma Darcy... Which, by the way, is anyone watching House of the Dragon? Are we loving it? Because I am. Didn't think I was going to fall for Damon, but I have. He's a bad boy, but in a good way now. He, the first few episodes felt like a bad boy in all the wrong ways. And now it's, now it's all the right ways. And, you know, marry your cousin or niece. I love it now, now that she's of age. We love it. And I think they're both incredible actors. And... I am eating out of their hands, eating out of the palms of their damn hands. And I felt so sad after last episode. Oh, oh, I can't remember his name, but the king, Veneris, <laughs> they all have the same name essentially, but he, oh my God, his dying sweet little ass. That was so hard to watch. And he thought that he could finally die in peace because things were getting better. And then that last minute of the show when he's stumbling because of the poppy milk and he's speaking to Allison, thinking it's his daughter and he messes it all up for the future. Oh, it is so painful. Woo, but I am gripped. I am gripped by that show and what a treat it is. Okay, so one more thing. No, many more things on the lesbian topic. We're going to jump ship. Velma, another big moment. I'm not a like... Scooby-Doo nerd, but um, 
the Velma thing was fun just because it made so much um, noise. People were so excited that Velma is now a lesbian. And that was cool. If you Googled Velma, um, I think it was just maybe a day or two that this happened, the day that they announced it. If you Googled it, all these lesbian and gay flags would rain down the screen at Go on Google's home screen, which was really sweet. That was kind of a fun thing to see. Lesbians becoming cool. You know, to be a lesbian is to be mainstream now. So at this point, all the lesbians that don't want to be mainstream, including me, are probably going to jump ship and become something else. But I'm enjoying it for the moment. And then I'm quickly going to leave. Because to be mainstream is to be boring. It's to be... It's to be plain. It's to be... Mm. Unexciting. I think. I think that's my take on that. So, um... Yeah, so Velma. Give it up for Velma. Now, other news. Madonna and Britney Spears. They came out with a little song 19 years ago. As of yesterday, it was a 19-year anniversary of the song Me Against the Music. I don't need to refresh anybody's memory about that song, do I? Because, ooh, what a grip that song had on me. I wrote on Twitter that this song was my sexual awakening. And I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I remember when this song came out, I remember feeling like I liked it more than anybody should like a song. And, and like feeling a certain way when listening to it, of being like... This feels like my own private thing that I'm in on. Something about that song was like a secret for me. <laughs> I've never said this out loud before. I've never really talked about this. That's so funny. But I think also knowing that there was like the sexual thing happening between Britney and Madonna, both in the movie, in the movie, the music video, but then also like in that moment in pop culture, there was you know, they kissed on stage and there was all this like conversation about them and the energy and you can feel that sexual energy between the two of them in the music in the music video, especially. And I must have just been feeling that like that energy was vibrating through my headphones into my soul. And I was like, this song is changing me. It's changing me, but for the better. <laughs> and then fast forward to what, 2000. 11 2012 when glee did a cover of it with um santana and britney and it was just as hot in a different way and it was that was my second awakening that was like actually when i was really a, like adjusting to life as a gay person when during the glee years <laughs> my glee years were a deep time for me i I think Naya Rivera specifically was a second gay awakening. I like watched her and had such a crush and watching her on TV, even though I was older, like still did something for me. And um, yeah, when that episode came out, consider me uh, glued. I was like, what the hell? I need to watch this a million times over. And I've watched it a, a bunch since. And when Naya Rivera died a couple of years ago, I was absolutely devastated and watched it a few more times and then it just kind of made me sad but still hot like still really hot that's what's hot this week what's hot this week is me against the music both the britney and madonna version and the britney and santana version if you haven't watched go right now pause and go watch those videos both of them okay thank you and everyone's gonna be turned on and you are welcome <laughs> oh god glee speaking of glee 
Chris Colfer came out with the drag from hell against Leah Michelle. Like, he's not going to go see Leah Michelle perform. He can be traumatized from home. Thank you very much. What a quote, huh? Lots of tea behind the glee situation. And I'm just fascinated by it from like a... Well, both from the fan perspective, but also the, like, production. What happened there? Like, so many people had really, really horrible things to say about their experience. So many people died. A lot of trauma. A lot of those people that died, like, didn't die in peaceful ways. And it's just a lot. There's a new documentary coming out about the behind the scenes of Glee, which I can't wait to watch. There's also a new podcast, which maybe has already started, I don't know, that Kevin McHale is doing, like kind of like uh, watching the episode and kind of giving behind the scenes info, which will be juicy. Um, So all my fellow Gleeks come out of the woodworks, my friends. We've got some homework. There's a lot to watch and regurgitate. So maybe I'll be doing that. Maybe I need to quit my job and just um, dive into the Gleek stuff, the Gleek history. Um, but yeah, I just rest in peace, Naya Rivera. That was so tragic, and she, what an icon she was for for queer women around the globe. Really, what a hottie, what a talented sweetie petite, and I miss her. I do, I really do. Um, so this is going to take a little bit of a switch. Um, Lena Dunham. I just saw this before I popped on here, so it's fresh in my mind. But Lena Dunham, a problematic person of the internet and pop culture, just happened to be in my neighborhood. And I'm sad I missed it. She posted a photo on Instagram today, kind of like speaking about how L.A. makes her feel. And in the photo, she is right where I walk my dog just about every day, every other day. Like, she's right by my house. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. I could have walked outside and seen Lena Dunham. And I'm just still getting used to being in a place where there's celebrities just outside my house all the time. Um, But Lena Dunham recently said that when she dies, the gays will probably parade her down a pride parade, like carry her casket down the pride parade. And everyone was like really mad about that. (laughs) Honestly, I think the like Lena Dunham conversation is so interesting because I used to feel pretty opinionated about it. And like for when back in the early days of girls, I was like very pro Lena Dunham, really loved her. My friends and I all loved her. And like, I don't know, I really championed Lena Dunham for a long time. And then, then it was like, Actually, I don't think I ever really went to the other side fully. I just have been able to, like, understand the other side and, like, laugh. And I'm not, like, a diehard fan of hers anymore. But I still, like, sometimes follow what she's up to. And people... She's a really... uh, Controversial person. People have opinions about Lena Dunham. And now I just like to sit as a third party and witness people's opinions. And um, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just bringing that up simply because she's, like was outside my house but um also just like thinks I think it's funny how she like identifies with the queer community even though she's not queer and like 
the few times she's tried to like say she was the stories about how she like kissed a girl are like very problematic <laughs> it's like girl uh, I don't know I don't know what to say about it but just laugh because it's funny and interesting to observe she's a really she's a character that likes to like say crazy shit and in some ways I respect that like she just speaks her mind and for a long time I thought it was really smart and funny and now I'm not so sure if I think that but I I still have empathy for her and I think that she is a creative person but that doesn't excuse her saying things that are harmful but yeah speaking of that we're gonna do a nice quick switch no more lesbian talk for a minute we're gonna talk about Kanye because talk about another problematic celebrity that can't shut up um ugh Oh, the Kanye drama of the last couple weeks has been really painful. Like, this hurts. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's not even something you can brush off anymore. It is incredibly bad. And the, like, anti-Semitism, the anti... I mean, mostly the anti-Semitism, but truly just, like, the shit he's saying. The White Lives Matter, the, like bullying everybody on his Instagram, attacking people on his Instagram. The interviews, they're just, I had to stop watching and like paying attention to it because it's really just sad and disheartening to see someone turn into this kind of like social pariah, but also clown. Like it's like comedic. People are following it because it's comedic to some extent. And also people are worried, but also not worried enough that there's not, like, big action happening as to, like, help him or control the situation. And it's just top of mind for me, like, or maybe it feels sensitive to me because Michaela and I just recently watched um, his genius documentary. And I was really moved by it. I felt really, like, for the first time, like, I took time to understand his character that documentary does a good job of really showing him in the early days fighting really hard for what he wants and that's admirable to me and just like his creative genius is so it's so undeniable like he's such a talent and in everything he does like oh maybe I shouldn't say that but his music his fashion his excuse me his business ventures I find him really unbelievably moving as an artist but it's like, can you separate the art from the artist? That's a conversation that's been around forever. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, in this moment, the way he's acting makes it really hard to want to try and defend or support anything he's doing or has done because it's just blasphemous behavior. But also, we know there's severe mental illness and a lot of power and a lot of hunger for more power and obsession with power and like I just hope that it stops or slows down and he gets some help because it's scary like what's gonna happen how does this escalate what's the next step for this and at what point do does the audience go away you know how does how does the public take away the thing he wants which is attention how do we react to this by not reacting and is that even something that's possible is that something that anyone's interested in doing like 
he's still getting so much attention right now. I mean, look at me even right now talking about it is like giving him what he wants to some extent. And it's like, we all just have to kind of turn our eyes another way. I don't know, but can't be going around and saying DEFCON 3 on Jewish people tomorrow. You can't say that and you can't get away with that. And he's just been doing shit like that for a while now. And I think accountability needs to sneak in and do something. Uh, so that's hard. And I feel sad about it because I just feel sad when anybody kind of goes off the rocker that way. And I, and it's in a public way and we're all just like feeding off of it. It feels similar to the Britney stuff. I mean, not similar in the sense that it's a, a very different situation, but similar in the like downfall of somebody that people loved and love and you want to support them but you also like want to see the photos of them and you want to see what they're going to say and you want to see how they're going to react so like you keep paying attention when maybe the right thing to do in those moments is to not pay attention and hope that they get help because we're not paying attention yeah whoa well now that i'm sad um <laughs> No, I'm not sad, but it is a weird thing, isn't it? It's a really weird moment to be witnessing. And it kind of feels like, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I've been listening to a lot of pop culture podcasts lately. And the whole Tom Brady and Giselle thing, like, I don't pay attention to them. I don't, I don't care about them personally, so I'm not invested. But, like, the whole country is, like, dissecting their potential divorce right now. And it's, like... Oh, it's sad that these people don't have much privacy. Like, everyone's weighing in on it. Like, I should not be weighing in on if they should be together or not. That's not my thing to talk about. Same with the Adam Levine thing. Like, it's sad. It's sad for the people involved that it's, like, being consumed so widely and, like, I don't know. When celebrities and people in the limelight have drama happen in a way that's like really personal I feel like we should have some sort of understanding collectively that we don't pay attention but that's not the way humanity works we like to eat it up consume it spit it out talk about it and to the point we're all sick of it and then those people are just like left to be um I don't know what are they left to be with I don't even know how to answer that myself so yeah, that's that's the hot biz this week. It's just watching celebrities crash and burn and feeling complicated feelings about it. But at the end of the day, we've got the L word coming. <laughs> we've got lesbians. Well, well, okay, so... Well, speaking of digesting people's personal matters for, for fun and entertainment, let's switch over to Bachelor in Paradise because it is time to discuss... Oh, where are my Bachelor Nation fans at? Where are my Batch Nation at? We've got some, some juice. It's been a couple weeks. We've, we're on, what, episode... I think we've seen four episodes now. We've seen one rose ceremony. And it's starting to get pretty juicy. I feel like it didn't grab me the first episode or two. But then by this last one, I was like, okay. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm getting invested. Let's go. Um, I'm feeling like... It's been interesting to watch because there's a lot of like 
fan favorites on this season. The Andrews, the Michaels, the um, Brandons. But it's been kind of boring. And I feel like maybe it's because some of those fan favorites haven't like had connections that have really flourished besides Brandon and Serene, which my God, like what the heck is happening there? They have like a fairy tale romance that seems like it's only written in books and we're witnessing it, which is very sweet. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them and I am invested. Brandon is like such a dream. What a sweetheart. And I feel like I'm taking notes from him of like how to be a good partner because what the heck, like, that man has walls down, heart is open and pure gold, and he is just like so ready to make that woman feel like the center of the universe. And that's so cool and something that I think we can all take a page out of his book. But the rest of them, it's not such a lucky road. Everyone's kind of like hitting bumps and, you know, Teddy going home and like I think the producers and like maybe just Bachelor Nation and America in general really was rooting for Andrew and Teddy to have this like whirlwind romance that was going to be written in the stars and it just didn't work out that way and I think that maybe like created a lull both for them but also for the viewers and then um, Michael A like I know he's like Bachelor Nation's sweetheart. And even I, I'm a sucker for him. I think he's a real sweetheart and deserves like a good chance at love. But I just don't think he should be on the beach. I think he should be at home or in therapy or mm, I mean, even if he's going to do a show, then he should be the bachelor with like women that are there knowing the situation knowing that he is a widow, knowing that he has a little boy at home. Like, he's at the beach, like, where girls are, like, not, I don't know. I'm saying that, but then also he found the one girl there that was actually ready, and she was ready to, like, give it to him, and he freaked out and said no. And what do you do with that? Like, he's not ready. And I. it's interesting that he's staying on the beach. Sierra went home, and he's staying there. Like, either he is wanting his 15 more minutes of fame or there's another person that's potentially coming that he's excited about um and if that's true i wonder who it is but i don't know i was kind of disappointed that he didn't go home and that sierra went home she should have stayed i thought but good for her if she knew that she only wanted to be there for him she took herself out at the right time and you know mazel i think the the friendship between Genevieve and Shanae, I was really excited about last at the end of last episode, but now in the most recent episode when they start ganging up on the Sally girl, not cool, not cute at all. Like, take a page out of your own books from last year, you guys. Don't do that again. Don't be nasty bitches. Let people be themselves. Like, why did you harass that girl for being there? Who fucking cares? Like, it's not your business stay out of it we don't like little yuppie dogs and then james comes over and he's like mean girling with them and it's like come on sit your asses down take a beat and rodney and loose what the heck what a what a left fielder that was huh i'm wondering if he's you know how into her is he actually um is she really his type did he just say that is he just feeling kind of like because Teddy left, like, oh, who do I, who do I flirt with? I don't know. You're here. 
I don't know. It seems weird. Like, but I'm ready for the drama to turn up. Like someone else show up that people are feeling excited about. Let's like see some swaparooskis. I see that they're going to have the Casa Amor thing. That needs to happen to like strike things up. Sure. Sure. Let's do it. But I hope that they give the girls boys too. You know, you can't send the girls away and just like have them locked up in a hotel while the boys get girls, new girls to date. And the girls back in the hotel should get boys to date too. It's only fair. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, Bachelor in Paradise, um, it's getting better. I really was surprised to see that I was really rooting for Jill and Tarzan boy by the end of that date. I think some sweet stuff happened there. They're both goofy birds. Like they both seem to like cover up a vulnerability with humor, which is what I do. I understand that those people are my people. Um, but they did seem to have a really cool, nice connection and that's cute. And I'm just, like, ready for more crazy shit to happen. Like, the social experiment of it all, let's see what happens. Like, Romeo, that was funny. Romeo going home with that girl, Kira, and the look on his face, that's the kind of TV I'm trying to watch. It's, like, pure chaos. So sign me up for some more of that. I am looking forward to Bachelor next week. I think that it's just going to start getting spicier and spicier. And I am... Who am I rooting for? Oh, I'm rooting for Brittany. Her and Andrew had a big smooch last ep, which I was like, get it, girl. Get it, girl. Go after what you want, especially after going on that fucking bad date with that Peter guy. Go smooch the heck out of Andrew. But I don't know if I like see them happening, but I was into that in that moment. But I really like her and I want her to go for whoever she's really into and like get it. I think Brandon and Serene are going to get engaged. No doubt about it. I think... That Casey guy needs to go home. I think I think Victoria Fuller needs to like switch it up. Like I see that her and Johnny make sense together, but like I don't know. I want to see her like do something crazy because she's kind of crazy. All right, that's probably enough. That's enough bachelor. Okay, we're going to take a little break and then when we come back, we're going to do a new little segment and to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, okay we're back and we're back we're back we're back this is going to be a new segment of hot cont it's called hot or not or no it's called hot what's hot what's not <laughs> oh, whoopsies this new segment is called what's hot what's not and i am fielding questions today so i can answer it from the people from the people of my Instagram, from my friends, my family, my community. I said, ask me a this or that question and I'm going to answer with what's hot, what's not. We're going to do rapid fire on this because there's a lot. I won't get through all of them probably because there's a lot, but I'm going to do some some top of the tier questions here and we're going to do it fast, okay? Excuse me, I had a burp. <laughs> okay, I gotta catch my breath. We're playing hot or not. Three, two, one. Sweater or hoodie? Hoodie, hot. Sweater, not. 
Um, Beyonce versus Adele. Uh, Beyonce hot, Adele not. Um, independent versus Democrat. Well, I think um, hot, independent hot, Democrat not. If only independents could win. If only. Um, okay, Harry, P Harry Pitts versus clean shaven. Harry Pitts, hot, clean shaven, not. Um, tampon versus pad. Well, both, hot. <laughs> For those of us with heavy flows, both. It's a must. Um, left hand versus right hand. Um, honestly, I'm going to say left hand Right is hot. Right hand not. Even though I'm right-handed, I always wished I was left. Um, joint versus bong. Oh, this is hard. Honestly, joints are hotter, but bongs are better for you. And therefore, I might have to say bongs are hot, joints are not. <sighs> That's hard. I don't know. I'm going to be I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the night. Joints are hotter. You know what? Yeah, joints are hotter, but uh uh, uh oh. I can't answer that question. <laughs> socks while sleeping versus no-show socks. Absolutely no socks while sleeping. That is not hot. And um, no-show socks, I don't really think those are hot either, but they win in this this round. Pee-pee versus poo-poo. <laughs> um, Pee-pee hot, poo-poo not. Um, okay, corduroy joggers versus leather Levi's. Hmm. Leather Levi's hot, corduroy joggers not. Cowboy boots versus Adderall. Cowboy boots hot, Adderall not. Um, okay, texting versus calling. Texting hot, calling not. Reno versus LA. Wow. Reno hot, LA hot. <laughs> um, this is a good one. Anne Hathaway in 2006 versus Anne Hathaway in 2020. Well, honestly, the new photo shoot she just came out with, hot. So now, she's hot now. Um, self-love versus self-growth. Let me think about that. Self-love versus self-growth. Self-love hot, self-growth not. That's hard to say because I think self-love kind of is self-growth, kind of. And I think they're both hot and necessary. So, trick question. Coco or Encanto? Ugh, I haven't seen either, so I can't say, but I really want to watch both. I will say, I did recently just see a few minutes, like it was on in the background when we were visiting our friend with their kid, and I was really grabbed by what was happening on the screen during Coco, so I might say Coco's hot, Encanto's not, but I've heard Encanto's fantastic, so um, I will watch and I will get back to this question. Leather jock strap versus leather thongs. <laughs> I mean, honestly, a leather jog strap is hot. Normal feet versus <laughs> versus feet with the second toe being longer than the big toe. Not, not that one. However, I come from a family of the second toe being longer. Thankfully, mine's the right length. So my feet are hot and long toes are not. Sorry, sorry, mom and everybody else that I'm hurting. Um, Septum ring versus nose ring. Hello, septum ring hot, nose ring not. Look at my girlfriend's nose. Hello, septum. Um, laughing versus not laughing. Laughing, hot, not laughing, not hot, obviously. Trader Joe's versus Erewhon. Um, Erewhon, hot, Trader Joe's not, even though everyone knows I love Trader Joe's. And everyone knows that I love Trader Joe's for a lot of reasons, such as 
they're cheaper and people can get what they need there. But I'm new to LA. Erewhon is hot. It really is. There's hot people there. There's hot items there. The food is good. It's expensive as fuck, which makes you feel like it's automatically hot, which I hate, but it's true. Erewhon's hot. Sorry. They have like a chocolate avocado pudding, dark chocolate avocado pudding. It's so fucking good. I've been thinking about it all week. Um, gays versus lesbians. Well, because this is the episode of lesbians, lesbians are hot. Gays are not. Sorry. Don't come for me. Homophobia. Um, sativa versus indica. Indica, hot. Sativa, not. Okay. I think that's going to do it. There's more here, but I think that's all my brain can handle for this moment. But thank you to everyone who gave me questions. That was fun. Hot versus not, baby. We did it. Um, okay, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another ep. This was great fun. Just doing a little culture recap, telling everyone about the lesbians. And I look forward to watching The L Word, hopefully, with um, some of the plot lines that I discussed here today in the show. And we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll keep everybody tuned on how that goes. Um, may we go forward with another week of good vibes. May everyone love themselves and love the people around them. Let's all practice meditation this week. Let's all practice taking deep breaths and pushing good energy into the world. Let's all think about the people we love and hold them dear in our hearts. Let's all practice gratitude. Let's all laugh a lot. Let's all stretch our bodies, drink some tea, drink a lot of water, and spend less time on our screens. Okay, that's my little prayer for the rest of... That's the end of the ep. That's it. Um, Thank you all for listening. Follow me on Instagram at Hal Hoff if you want to participate in questions and things such as hot or not. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.